Morning. Welcome to All Souls Unitarian Universalist Church. It's very nice to see all of these faces. Uh, it's a beautiful day. We're glad you're here and that you've chosen to spend this part of your morning with us. Diversity is an important thing to this congregation. It's a part of who we are and what we stand for. Because of that, we endeavor to treat respectfully people with different views and paths. This is our covenant and this is our challenge. Whoever you are, whatever your history, background, status, identity, all of those things, um, if you want to worship with us, you're welcome here. I don't know if we have announcements, but um, in your orders of service, there's a handout that includes most of what's going on around here this week with contact numbers. Please, anyone who's a guest, consider yourself formally invited to all of those things. Um, if you want information that's not provided in the order of service, you can fill out a blue card in front of you in the pews, stick that in the offering basket a little bit later in the service, and show us that you would like a call from somebody um, or to make an appointment with someone on the staff, or if you'd like to receive our newsletter or uh, anything like that. You can indicate those things on the blue card. Um, we love having a record of your visit, so if you wouldn't mind signing our guest book out front in the foyer, we'd really appreciate that. Um, today is the end of a study pillar uh, a topic for our educational classes, our children's religious educational classes. And so in years past, we would have called this an intergenerational service. That's why we had brunch instead of class this morning. And... Um, we hope that you'll enjoy the service and come back. If, we, if there's anything we can answer for you, please let us know. And we'd ask you to please silence electronic distractions. Try to let yourself be here for an hour. Take a deep breath or two and enjoy the service. And I have felt a presence that disturbs me with the joy of elevated thoughts, a sense sublime of something far more deeply interfused, whose dwelling is the light of setting suns and the round ocean and the living air, a motion and a spirit that impels all thinking things, all objects of all thought, and rolls through all things. It is this presence, this spark, this holy inclination in all people, in all of us, that moves us to seek out its expression in a myriad of sources, that calls us to celebrate, to elevate that which is of worth, to worship. If I can have my bolts join me, Andrew and Sam. In the light of the chalice this morning, the words come from Lao Tzu, from the Taoist tradition. It's a responsive chalice lighting, number 603. You can, you can light it when I start speaking. 
I know, we have you reaching for the book a little early this morning. 603. Existence is beyond the power of words to define. Terms may be used, but are none of them absolute. In the beginning of heaven and earth, there were no words. Words came out of the womb of matter. And whether we dispassionately see to the core of life or passionately see the surface, the core and the surface are essentially the same. Words making them seem different only to express appearance. If name be needed, wonder names them both. From wonder into wonder, existence opens. Every time we are together in worship, we celebrate our first principle. We covenant to affirm and promote the inherent worth and dignity of every person. We value the individual and honor the idea that each of us has light to shine on the world. Every time we are together in worship, we celebrate our first source, direct experience of that transcending mystery and wonder, affirmed in all cultures, which moves us to a renewal of the spirit and openness to the forces which create and uphold life. Through our own senses, we discover blessings, beauty, and grace that we did not create. In this season of our church year, which we call the season of the peacemaker, we celebrate the wisdom of our sixth principle, the goal of world community, with peace, liberty, and justice for all. And we continue the celebration of our third source, wisdom from the world's religions, which inspires us in our ethical and spiritual life. The candles that were previously lighted represent the principles and sources that we highlighted earlier this year. If you'll join me standing in body or spirit for the unison affirmation, which is printed in your order of service. Love is the doctrine of this church. The quest for truth is its sacrament and service is its prayer. To dwell together in peace, to seek knowledge and freedom, to serve human need to the end that all souls shall grow into harmony with the sacred. Thus do we covenant with each other. By the way, if you are visiting for the first time, I wanted to clarify that it's, it's turned around in the order of service. I had my own name by the welcome when I wanted our minister, Reverend Barbara Gerald, to do the welcome today. So I'm actually Susan Caldwell, just in case you didn't know. Seeking and seeing the divine within. This is a story of a singular miracle of dust and ashes. We are in the season of carnival, approaching the celebration of Mardi Gras, or Fat Tuesday, which has a place on the liturgical calendar of my upbringing. Because after Fat Tuesday comes Ash Wednesday, the beginning of the season of Lent, 40 days of sacrifice to commemorate the 40 days that Jesus prayed and fasted in the desert before the Last Supper and before the events leading up to the crucifixion. 
How many people are here from a Catholic upbringing that grew up in the Catholic church? Do you remember the words that the priest said when he put the ashes on your head? Does anybody remember? Anybody remember? To ashes you shall return. Oh, the way that I heard it was, remember man that you are dust, and to dust you shall return. And it's a humbling message, certainly. And of course, as you use, we would say, remember people, you know, because that's what we do. But it's not necessarily bad news. We'll return, after all, to all that is. And this week, as I've worked on putting together this service, I've thought of that in terms of our own UU faith and what we take with us from other traditions. In the Jewish tradition, there's a rabbinic teaching credited to Rabbi Simcha Bunim of Peruska, Peruska, sorry, Peruska, anyway, in Poland, that the rabbi carried two slips of paper with him, one in each pocket. And one of them said, one of them said, for me, the world was created, or for my sake, the world was created. And in his other pocket, he carried a slip of paper that said, I am but dust and ashes. And he found that he would take out whichever slip of paper he thought that he needed to see to create balance in his life. And so, from the Baha'i tradition, too, we have this, this comparison of the humility of the humble creation of clay. Out of the clay of love I molded thee, and yet turn thy sight unto thyself, that thou may find me standing within thee, mighty, powerful, and self-subsisting. So again, that simple, humble, I come from all that is, I come from dust, and yet I am, to quote Carl Sagan, I'm made of star stuff, I'm, I'm, I'm beautifully unique, and I'm a child of God. Of our Unitarian Universalist principles, to me this speaks of the first and the seventh, the foundation on which, again, to me, the other five are built. I have inherent worth and dignity. For me, the world was created. I am part of the interdependent web of all existence, depending upon and depended upon by all life. Dust and ashes. Without the soil, the dust, what will grow? And without the ashes, from what will the phoenix rise? For me, the world was created. I am but dust and ashes. If you look around in the pew pockets, you'll find slips of paper that say both of these things. And you're welcome to take with you one of each. And if you have to look around, you may have both in your pew pocket. You may not. If you need to look around, if you need to trade with somebody. And if somehow, although Steve was really conscientious about the distribution, if somehow we still end up short, I do have extras up here. You can get them from me after the service.
If yours tend to look all the same in your pew, I promise that somewhere near you they are different. You don't have to be just dust and ashes, but we don't want you going around just thinking all the time that the world was created just for you. That's the balance. My husband said I should have played dust in the wind while this was going on. everybody got to? You're welcome to take these with you. If you have a gratitude jar at home, you may want to carry them in your pockets like Rabbi Simka did. You may want to put them in your gratitude jar and be thankful for balance. None other than Albert Schweitzer said, at times our own light goes out and is rekindled by a spark from another person. Each of us has cause to think with deep gratitude of those who have lighted the flame within us. And so in thanks for those who have lighted the flame or who have held the mirror for us when we needed to remember the divine inside of us. And in recognition that so often we've met those people here, here, within these walls, will now receive the gifts of the people. Will you join me in the spirit of prayer? Take a breath. Let it out slowly. And let your shoulders relax down from your ears. And let yourself sink into the pew and be here. Great creative source of all, known by many names and beyond all naming, we pause to renew ourselves in your gracious presence to nurture and grow this holy inclination that calls us to remember you live within us and to see your face in every face. Help us to find you and sit with you in stillness and calm that we may find you again in times of turmoil. Help us to be, as the Baha'is have prayed, a lamp unto those who walk in darkness and a home to the stranger welcoming you at every opportunity. In this season, as we turn our thoughts to peace and creating peace, we pray not to change the world, but to transform ourselves. For only by this do we change the world and create peace. We carry these intentions prayerfully into the silence. Before we go on, I wanted to remind you that next Sunday, March the 2nd, um, it's the beginning, of course, of Women's History Month, and traditionally it has been Celebration of Women Week 
in Shreveport, and I think that celebration is kind of kicking back into gear as I understand it, but we are going to have here Melissa Flournoy from Louisiana Progress, who is a wonderful, wonderfully inspiring speaker from and Planned Parenthood from Louisiana Progress and Planned Parenthood. Um, she will be here. And Melissa Gibson will be her, her worship associate. So it's going to be the Melissa show and it'll be really wonderful. So, so please. So it is this spark, this presence, this holy inclination that moves us to seek and to see and to remember to see that spark of the divine within ourselves and to call to it when we see each other retreat into our caves, to mirror it for those who need to see it, to hear it calling to us, and to seek it out in every person so that we never look only to feed the coat. We are but dust and ashes, a part of the holiest of substances from which all life arises, and this world was created for us. The Sikhs tell us that the deity is eminent in humanity and humanity is inherent in the deity. There is neither the divine nor the human. There is no difference in essence at all between them. May we go forth following this holy inclination that calls us to look for the light in all.